Hi, Moonies. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Lizette, aka Sailor Ecstasy. Woo! She's amazing. <laughs> She's an amazing cosplayer. You may know her from the epic Sailor Mila J mashup that went viral. She's also a special ed teacher, a Zumba instructor, comic book geek, kick-ass mom, and of course, a Sailor Moon fan. I'm super excited. As you can say, we're, we were all we're already wooing. Yay! <laughs> hey, welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. Yay! I, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is really exciting. Like I said before we started recording, like, you are probably one of the first people I thought of when I wanted to do this podcast. Like you are a huge Sailor Moon fan. Like I can tell just like looking at you, like your Instagram page and you know, just like following <laughs> you all these years. Um, but what, let's go back. What's your mm-hmm. first memory of watching Sailor Moon? Okay. So this is telling my age, but I always tell people I don't care about anyone knowing my age. I'm 41. So when I say I fell in love with Sailor Moon, it was my high school days. Because Sailor Moon first came out in 1992, um, Mm -hmm. but didn't come to the stateside until like the fall of 95. And I will never forget, I woke up and it was like early in the morning, you know, getting ready for school, like high school. And I was a sophomore in high school and I was turning to WPIX here in New York City. And it was 6.30 in the morning, and I've always been an anime person. Like, I love Dragon Ball. For me, Dragon Ball and Rama One Half were, like, my obsessions back then. But, um, but, uh, sorry, my son walked into the room, and I told him, don't come in here. Uh, no worries, no worries. We know, um, kick-ass mom. Yeah, kick-ass mom, right. <laughs> With a son who doesn't listen to instructions. Anyway, um, so, early morning. You know, I get ready. I get ready in the morning. I watch cartoons. And Rowan Warriors had just came on. And then right after Rowan mm. Warriors was this um, cartoon. It had like a catchy theme song. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, so this is definitely anime. I recognize the eyes. The eyes always did it for me. Mm-hmm. And I seen this girl. And she's kind of klutzy. And she's a crybaby. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they animated my life. All right, I see where we're going here. <laughs> and when I first seen the first, like, transformation i was like (gasps) i'm in i'm down and it has just been my obsession since like when they repeated the episodes i had my vcr ready Mm -hmm. with my vhs tape (laughs) and i recorded Mm -hmm. oh yeah i recorded every episode i made sure to pause the commercials in between um you know and i had every move memorized and I had a theme song down, and I was printing out images from the internet on, on the school laptop, laptop school lab, mm. um, and that was it. I was hooked. Matter of fact, I put a makeshift uh, Halloween costume together the very next year. I remember getting egged for it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. I'll never forget, but everyone... Like laughed at me, and like it's my first time. Like I guess you would say cosplaying, mm-hmm. but for me it was a costume because it was Halloween. Right. I got fake, I got fake hair and everything, and everyone knew who I was, and you know, and that's just my fondest memory. Is just remember waking up and seeing it on TV and was like, that's me. I'm I'm Serena. That is <laughs> Serena is me, and it's been my obsession ever since. Mm-hmm. So you weren't literally egg. People were just like ranking you like just like no i was egged no, oh I was egged. wow yeah, okay. yeah 
Oh. People were teasing me, and then I got egged. Mm. Yeah, because wow. I was like, oh, in the name of the moon, I will punish you, and then I got egged. I'll never forget that. Such just... lames. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I got the last laugh. I still got my Sailor Moon-themed wedding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's egging me now. Like Everyone is egging Absolutely me on, not. if anything. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, no more yeah. egg puns. I'll be good. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just happy you got recognized. I dressed up as Sailor Moon one Halloween, and everyone's like, who are you? And I'm like, how do you not know Sailor Moon? What What was your childhood? Yeah, like, people, really I think as, uh, when, the, when Sailor Moon came on to, like, Toonami, and I was already in my early 20s when that happened, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was everyone who started falling in love with Sailor Moon all over again. Right. And, you know, they were, like, the lost episodes. I was like, oh, okay, the lost episodes. Um, but I had been seeing those episodes because I had the VHS tapes from straight right. from Japan. Like, I had a hookup when I seen it straight Japanese, and then I got it subtitled, and I had the whole collection. So I had fin- when Sailor Moon had ended, and I believe in nineteen ninety seven, that's when it ended. Um, mm-hmm. I had got the VHS tapes maybe about two or three years later, and I had finished the series already. So when it came on Tsunami, I was like, oh, I already seen this, you know. Wow. And the fact that everyone really started falling in love with it again just kept making it relevant so um but definitely i have to say um that one of my first fondest memories is i remember you know relating to the serena what aka usaki character and Mm -hmm. definitely knowing that hey i i am definitely like this i am somebody who will fight for their friends and definitely will not back down and at the same time, I am a huge crybaby. I cry at the drop of a dime. I fall on the floor. I am in tears. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always been my dream. Um, when I saw the princess dress, I knew that was my wedding dress immediately. Mm-hmm. From 16 years old, I was like, nope, that is going to be my wedding dress. And sure enough, it is sitting in my closet right now. Wow. It was my wedding dress. I had a whole Sailor Moon themed wedding. I'm divorced now, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasted the dream, but no, I, it, it was a dream come true, and I honestly can't be mad. I got my royal court, like my best friend, my definitely my best friend was always my my she's my Mercury and my Venus. She's literally oh. a Virgo and a Libra. And oh she wow! Was born, yeah, she was born in September. She's born on the cusp, the twenty first mm-hmm. of September, actually. So you know, and she definitely was my Mercury because she's really smart and everything, and she's definitely my Venus because she is my soldier. And, you know, I have a Mars, I have a friend who's a Mars character, who's an Aries, and I have a friend of mine who's, uh, like Jupiter, um, mom-like, you know, it's still boy crazy, mm-hmm. and, you know, so, the only thing is, I didn't have a, I didn't have my little Rini, but I love right. my, I love my son, so it's okay, because God knew I can't have girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works out, because I feel mm-hmm. like the more, like, you're like, it, you would just, like, go like wild i think (laughs) yeah i probably would like i mean i cosplay with my son um now Mm -hmm. i have that he's eight now but when he was younger there was no permission you're getting dressed up and like for the wedding i put him in a white tux and i wanted to put white cat ears but his father said no um was he gonna (laughs) be like artemis yeah he he was like yeah he was gonna be my artemis and he was my artemis he actually walked down Mm -hmm. the aisle with with my best friend who was dressed Mm -hmm. who was also my maid of honor she was dressed as venus Oh, that's and awesome. yeah, and they walked down together. So I definitely got a I got a picture of that, and I was like very happy about that. Yeah, that's so cool. Ah, oh, I love that. Yeah, that is definitely the dream. I've I've 
I'm not saying I do. I may or may not have a Pinterest board of like my own ceremony themed wedding <laughs> ideas. And there's nothing, you know what? And I, I tell everyone, please go for it. Go for your mm-hmm. dream. You know, if you can't afford it, obviously I would love to have a castle and a horse and I couldn't mm-hmm. afford all that. I was happy with what I got. I had a friend make a makeshift uh, cake with all the sailor symbols going around it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my my the person who was my event planner, who I adore, she's, she's like one of my closest friends. She really brought my vision to life, and I was like so happy about it. And like I said, Sailor Moon is everything. Oh, I have a tattoo on my back of a silver imperial crystal sitting in a Ooh. lotus flower. Um, I need to add to it. You know, I've just been too chicken to, <laughs> to get it done. Yeah. I want to add the sailor symbols around it. Oh, so like the yeah, moon cool. and I want to I want to put all the planet symbols, the inner senshi, and then I'm going to add out the outer senshi around it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so I definitely, um, yeah, sailor moon is life. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing Usagi is your favorite scout. Yes. Usaki mm-hmm. will always be my favorite. Um, like I said, me and her are relatable. We're both water yeah. signs. Um, mm-hmm. and I feel like a princess every every day. So why why not? I wish yeah. you could see my bedroom right now. I'm like I'm looking at all the Sailor Moon paraphernalia. I'm like I need help. Ooh, oh, we're getting to that. <laughs> uh, when did you? How did you get into cosplaying? Uh, story time. So Ooh, I my when favorite. And, I know, right? In undergrad, um, in undergrad, I didn't want to, uh, like, I, I didn't want anything to take away from my focus from finishing school. Mm-hmm. And once I did finish school, my friend begged me. He was like, please, come. You are the only person I know who loves anime as much as me. Please come with me to this anime convention. What's your convention? He said, just just come. I said, all right, fine. I finished school. I could have, I could have time to have fun now. So I traveled down to North Carolina to Animazement, uh, which was my very first convention. And I, I didn't think much of it. I heard about conventions, I guess. I said, I don't know. It's an anime convention. I really don't have anything anime related. Let me throw something together. So I put, I got a, luckily for me, like I said, I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. I had a black robe um, and I had like a black wig and I was like, you know what? Let me dress like a black mage, whatever. All right, fine. I put everything on, and when I walked into the convention, uh, at that time it was like the, at uh, a lobby in the hotel. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by people dressed as my favorite anime characters. So not only did I have people dressed as Sailor Moon, I had people dressed at that time was Naruto was the big one, and mm-hmm. Bleach was the big one, and I like my mouth hit the floor, and I was like, oh, I need to do this. This is what I want to do. And when I seen the masquerade that Saturday night, um, I did like people putting on skits and everything like that. But what one was a group who was dressed from all the characters from Darkstalkers. And I'll mm. never forget that. And I was like, I need to do this. So I told my friends about it. They were like, oh, yeah, we've been going to conventions for a while. They just didn't tell you because, you know, you were in school. I was like, I hate you all. <laughs> but I doing thank, this whole time? Yeah. Right, but I <laughs> thank you because I needed to focus on school. Mm-hmm. So, um that summer, so that was the summer of 2005. In 2000, so that was 2005. In 2000, this that summer I had went to Otakon. It mm-hmm. was uh, my first uh time being at Otakon and I remember dressing up as Namine from Kingdom Hearts 2. 
And that at that time, it was only one big cosplay during a three-day or four-day convention. You know, I didn't go anything above that. And then mm-hmm. a few years down the line, I met my seamstress, uh, Terry Ann, a.k.a. Plushy Kawhi. Gotta, pl- gotta shout her out. Yeah. Um, she, uh, I met her in 2010. And because um, I was starting to really step my game up, I'm like, I can't buy costumes because I am a plus size girl. I am mm. plus size in in the right areas, um, so I couldn't fit certain costumes from China because you know their their idea of an extra large is really a, <laughs> a United States medium. Oh yeah, and that wasn't going over my boobs. So I met my seamstress, and she designed one of my first uh, commissioned cosplays, which is Fran. From um two thousand from two thousand from uh Final Fantasy twelve. Hmm. And that was it. Like I was like, you know what, every time I get paid, you just get my paycheck and that we just take off from there. It went from just having one cosplay for a three day convention to having two cosplays for a three day convention. And then now it's a new cosplay a day. And if it's not a new cosplay a day, it's a revamped cosplay, a brand new debut. This is gonna get me my most attention cosplay. And like, you know, a nice chill casual I can just put on the t shirt and run out the door cosplay on the last day of a convention. That's how I plan everything out. But that's basically how how it how it took off. I enjoy taking pictures. Um I've always used to be a shy person. I used to be somebody who didn't um, talk to people a lot and didn't like to socialize and I couldn't club and I couldn't be in large crowds. Something, when I hit like 25, 26, uh, light bulb went off and I was like, you know what? I like attention and I love it and I ain't gonna lie about it. I love taking photos and I love taking um, pictures and I love making people happy and that is basically it so that's what got me as a cosplay just seeing the smiles and seeing how excited people get and now putting a twist on it putting you know now that i have locks down in my behind i can't wear wigs so like now i get to use my locks in my cosplay and i get even more attention because it's like not a black version but like a dope version and i'm like yes that's what i'm here for and i'm still not and i've been doing this for like now i've been doing this for almost 15 years mm-hmm. and i don't see myself stopping anytime yeah nor should you thank you <laughs> yeah yeah i loved your um storm cosplay i saw and i with the dreads it seemed it was so cool thank you thank You're you welcome. i'm trying uh, i'm trying with these like i said they're long i can't wear wigs so i do whatever yeah. i possibly can <laughs> i hear you um how did you come up with the name sailor ecstasy Ooh. <laughs> story time another story time <laughs> so this is early 2000 um yes. i won't front um at a point in my life i was not working and i was like you know what i'm pretty sexy i could probably be a stripper sure no problem yeah and my friend was like uh well you are very sexy and you would love sailor moon so why don't you just be sailor ecstasy because, you know, you're very sexy, like ecstasy. And I was like, I like that. Yeah. And it was my, it was my, <clears throat> dating myself, my AOL screen handle, <laughs> my Black Planet <laughs> handle, oh, um, my yeah, MySpace yeah, yeah. handle. At um, least yours um, held up over time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, now it's my, mm-hmm. when I decided to be a cosplayer, I was like, this is going to be my handle. It's going to be Sailor Ecstasy. 
Yeah. That's great. Oh, that was a, that was a good story. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Nice friends. Shout out to Yes. Nice I, I didn't I, I didn't end up stripping. Just let me just make that perfectly oh, clear. Okay. I, I am an educator. <laughs> uh, but if I did, that would have been yeah. my coming now to the stage. Sailor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Now I'm there's not a Sailor Moon theme strip club. Listen. <laughs> that I would be a cool about- idea. I took a pole dancing class and I had like a beautiful sale. I have a Sailor Moon workout shirt that I love. This is Moon Prison mm. Power. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, this is definitely happening. Yes. Um, pole dancing is a lot of upper body strength. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and bruises on your thighs. Very much so. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, and then, so I think I learned about you through Sailor Milaje. Um, How did that idea come about? Well, it wasn't my idea. I will say mm-hmm. that. Um, I will say the person that, um, unfortunately, we're no longer we're no longer talking to each other at this moment, mm-hmm. you know, anymore, which is sadness. But mm-hmm. hey, it happens. But yeah. it, it was it was um, their idea, and of course, uh, you know, when you cosplay with a group, it's um, it was my first time, and I was like really excited, and I'm like, I, I this is like squad goals. This is all I ever wanted because I've always been an individual. I've never mm-hmm. been part of a squad, and you know, and the person who I hook, I linked up with, um, you know, not very outgoing, but I am the outgoing one, which is why she kind of put me as the face of everything. Which you know, I didn't mind. I'm very humble about mm-hmm. the whole experience. When people walk up to me now, even when they mention it, I'm like, "Yep, that was me," you right. know, and and I just take it with a grain of salt. But that. You know, Black uh, Black Panther had just came out. You know, mm-hmm. had been a really big deal. I remember the year before, uh, in two thousand seventeen, before the movie came out, I had did Shuri, and the person who um, who was my friend, um, she had did Madam Slay. So you know, mm-hmm. we were doing big Black Panther uh, cosplay shoots, and so the movie had just came out, and she thought about putting the the idea of sailor soldiers and the Dora Milaje and putting it together. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was the face because I'm Sailor Moon, duh. And I had and I had the long princess gown um, mm-hmm. part of the cosplay, and everybody else was the soldiers around me. And that's how it came about. And it, you know, and debuting it at BlurCon was such a huge deal um, because it was our first time being there, and you know, the reception was just overwhelming. This again, it was a beautiful mixture of putting together. Um, African culture, uh, comic book culture, and then putting a Japanese culture and putting it all together and matching it up into one. Why not? You know, we don't have yeah. much representation as African Americans in in um, media, especially through comic books and anime. So to do a mashup like that, like I'm forever grateful for what she did and what she inspired, and because of that, like you know, everybody has like really recognized me more because of it and again i take it with a grain of salt i think it's um huge and I'm, like i'm forever grateful but um but overall i mean that was the pretty much how the idea came about it was just like let's do let's do dora malaje sailor scouts i'm like all right i'm down i'm yeah. always I'm a, i am always down to do sailor whatever <laughs> yes same here that's what i always say like whatever sailor moon related things you have in mind count me in <laughs> exactly and i've done so many different sailor uh kind of mashups like i have mm. uh my my partner aka my manager which i don't know how that happened he was like stop doing sailor cosplays i was like never 
Right. <laughs> there what? will there will be some more Sailor cosplays. As long as I look cute and adorable, they will happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean, the possibilities are just endless. Right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. What's been your favorite cosplay of yours so far? Uh, definitely has to be Lion. Hmm. Um, from Steven Universe because nice. that was the first time I ever went viral. So Sailor Malaje mm-hmm. was the second time I went viral, but Lion from Steven Universe is the first time I went viral. Um, again, my beautiful seamstress, Plushy Kawaii. Yeah. Um, she, um, you know, I told her my idea. I said I wanted to look like, you know, I said I want a lion, but I wanted to be like a nice, cute little puffy dress. Um, you know, just add a tail and some ears and I want to wear a pink afro and she was down for it. And so we got it done and I said, you know what? I'm going to dress my son up as, um, Steven. And I was like, that's easy. Get some blue shorts, uh, get a Steven Universe shirt. He was four at the time and mm-hmm. he can't wear flip flops. I was too scared for him to be like walking around with flip flops on. So I said, I'll put red sneakers on him. Mm-hmm. And we just took some, rec- you know, we went to, at that time it was Liberty City. And I was like, you know what, let's try it, you know. It's his first time going to a convention like this, you know. And my son is on the spectrum, so I was, I need small. Like, I eventually, Mm -hmm. at some point, I want to take him to New York Comic Con when he's ready. Right. But right now, I'll take him to small conventions just to see how he handles it. And I loved it. A lion definitely is one of my top ones. Um, Like I said, I went viral. Um, Cartoon Network put me posted me up for their Halloween contest. Like, we oh, came in third place. That's and awesome. I found out because my phone started blowing up. <laughs> like my when my students were going nuts when I came back to work. So this happened oh. on a Friday when I came back to work Monday. Oh my God! Everybody and their mother lost it. They were like. <gasps> you're on the Cartoon Network website. I'm like, oh yeah, I am. I said, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. I cosplay. <laughs> so, like, I, I always kept it a secret from my students because, again, I didn't want them to, like, know that, you know, I do this. And now yeah. it's, like, my segue into, like, by the way, I'm your teacher this year. And, by the way, you see that picture of, of Cartoon Network I'm lying? That's me. <laughs> so, That's cool. The Lion would be one of my coolest cosplays, but, um, mm-hmm. of course, Chun-Li, my Nicki Minaj mm. Chun-Li mashup. Yes. I adore it um so much. I had, like I said, I told my seamstress, I was like, uh, I want to be Chun-Li. And I have done Chun-Li before, um, but of course it was store-bought, and mm. I didn't know how to do my hair at the time. Um, mm. I didn't use my hair as, um, I got a wig and I couldn't even style it, the damn, or the wig couldn't even fit on my head. And so, you know, I did Chalene, it was cute and everything like that. All right, fine. Well, that was the New York Comic Con many moons ago. And I was like, you know what? It's time to redo Chun-Li. I want to do Chun-Li, but I want to do black and gold Chun-Li. And I want it to look more like a, like a, a Nicki Minaj version. So, like, I had, like, a, a bamboo earrings that said Chun-Li on the side. And, um, you know, I just held myself like as a hip, as a hip hop, you know, artist, like, you know, like Nicki Minaj, but I'm right. like, you know, Nicki Minaj chun because she, when she came out with the song, had mm. nothing to do with chun but you know, whatever. I, I know. <laughs> this time I used my own locks, you know, as, as the two big buttons on top mm. of my head. And I'm so happy that I did, because 
I killed it. Like, everybody was stopping me, and I adored it. And it is another picture that has gone viral because I am also an avid kickboxer. Mm. And so when my friend, and my friend took the photo, he was like, what do you want to do? And I said, you know what? I want to kick. Yeah. And he caught it. Right. And my leg Mm -hmm. went up so high and I've gotten so many props for it. Like, oh my God, do you see her thighs? Do you see that kick? Yes. And then what kills me is like I said, I have my partner, um, my man, my manager, he mm. had just started like you know making me start weightlifting. Like I just started getting into it. So to see like the muscle tone on my legs, I was like, <laughs> I mm. love this so much. So I have to say, Lion and Chun Li are definitely my my top tier uh, cosplays, and I adore them. Yeah, Chun Li was also really cool. I saw the Thank pictures. You. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I, I love um, the persona that goes along with it too. Like I just turn into a completely different person when I'm wearing it. <laughs> oh. That's cool. Is yeah. you feel like more confident, like more just like I can kick all y'all asses. Yes. Like, okay. Yes, definitely. And if this yeah. damn pandemic didn't happen at BlurCon, mm-hmm. I was gonna do the so it's supposed to be it was supposed to be a mashup of um, her battle outfit and her regular uh, classic outfit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do the battle outfit all the way because I felt a certain kind of way about my body. Like, I still, you know, I have a mom body. I'm no, I'm pretty thick. And I was feeling a certain kind of way. Um, but, and I had finally started losing. So from, since that last time I took that Chun Lee picture, and at the beginning of this year, I had lost so much weight, and I was like, oh, God, I want to do the battle outfit, which is, like, a, a really high split, more sexy, back out. I was ready for it, and then the pandemic mm-hmm. happened, and then I gained weight, <sighs> and, now, and now we're here again. <laughs> well, I have not seen a cosplay picture of you where you did not look amazing and fly, so I say Thanks. either way, you should do it. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate it. But you know, yeah, Black totally Con next it. year, I'm definitely gonna knock it out the park. I know that. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited for like all the conventions next year. <laughs> so am I. Like I like you know this pandemic has me in this house. Mm-hmm. Like all right. Besides you know in between the remote teaching and teaching my mm-hmm. son, I'm like, what can I order from Amazon today? <laughs> so when I say I have a stockpile of, of outfits in this house, it's. It's mm-hmm. not even funny of how many cosplays I, I created from Amazon because I can't get to I can't see my seamstress sister yeah. because you know COVID. So Ugh. I was like Amazon. Amazon is my best friend. Right. So I've been Amazoning it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing mm-hmm. right. And there's nothing wrong with it. I ordered costumes. I put stuff together. Mm-hmm. Just putting different outfits together. And mm-hmm. I'm next year. I'm definitely gonna be killing it because yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> I was I was bored in the house. I was in the house bored. I I, I downloaded TikTok and whew, yeah yeah it got fun, dangerous. Fun. It's it's getting dangerous now. Oh no! Wait, what's getting da- how's it getting dangerous? Uh, TikTok. Yeah. Um, dangerously. Da- no, it's okay. Dangerously mm-hmm. addicting. Let's, mm-hmm. let's put it like that. Yeah. It's getting dangerously addicting. At first, I started like, all right, I can see this from my cosplays, and then then. 
I was doing dance challenges. And then now, you know, in the middle of all of this, and I'm a teacher, I've been mm-hmm. posting up my rants about being a teacher. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love the teachers on TikTok. And I'm like, you know what? If I wanted the kids to find me, I mean, I probably could post up one of my TikToks. But I was like, you know what? Maybe at the end of the school year, I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, here, you want to see? You want to see me do the WAP dance? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome. It's cool that you share that with your students, you know, after. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I, I try. Like, my former students are still, like, I'm friends with some of my former students. I'm the same ones who saw me go viral with Cartoon Network. Like, now they're in their senior year of college. Wow. And they still mm-hmm. egg me on. I'm like, you guys, you know, I'm an old lady. <laughs> they're like, uh, you're only, you were just as young as us. Please stop. I'm like, okay. All right. If you think, <laughs> if you think I'm 21, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Oh, to be 21 again. But uh, well, next year is my double 21, so there's that. Oh, that's true. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. Um, how has teaching been with this pandemic? Challenging. Yeah. And if if you were able to put a picture up right now, I would probably put up a, a gift of Unikitty raging out. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like this adorable, cute thing, and I rage out when technology doesn't want to work. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, I was in the middle of uh, annotating in my class, and my co-teacher was teaching, and my computer decided to freeze up on me, and everything uh-huh. shut down, and I was texting him, and I'm like, I hate technology. And um, so you have good days, and you have bad days. Um, I would say in the spring, I was kind of sad um, because... I had just started, like, really getting, you know, I already got to know the students and everything like that. And then when everything shut down, um, those students who I was really trying to reach, because, you know, everyone's home is different. Um, Some of them would log on, some of them would not log on. But for those who really could get on and were really cared about their education and asked questions and wanted to make sure their work was done, to see that growth in them was like amazing and like Mm -hmm. now we have to start the beginning of this year like in new york city we're doing like a blended learning kind of thing Mm -hmm. where some go into the schools but some like myself like i'm home i still don't feel safe enough to be out in public like that and traveling and being out all day like i don't feel safe that way and i won't send my son into that kind of situation because i don't what's going to happen if my child gets sick or if i get sick like, you know, anything that happens to any one of us. Granted, I think we both have strong immune systems, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to take those kind of chances. And, you know, again, meeting new students and trying to get them to open up. And it's this, like, maybe this is the third week of schooling and cameras are still not on. I have no idea what some of my students look like. I'm like, please just send me a Aww. picture. That's, I just want to see what you look like. Yeah. Today I bribed them. I was like, I will give you points for participation in ELA because I'm me and the teacher are tired of talking because I'm a I'm an ELA teacher. I'm a special education teacher, uh, but mm-hmm. my content is social studies and ELA. So I teach ELA, and to get students to want to read aloud, even in person, is a lot. So right. imagine doing it online. It's it takes a lot for them. But today they did. They were like killing it today. I'm happy that we have more resources. Mm-hmm. To like get kids engaged, so we're not just sitting there talking to. I feel like we're, like I have a Ouija board in front of me. Like, hello, are you there? <laughs> Anybody out there? And I'm glad you get the joke because they also got the joke. And I'm like, okay, you laughed. All right, uh-huh. I know you're there. <laughs> so, 
they're yeah. coming they're coming together like it's like i said it's only the third week of school um it's challenging i said at times it can be challenging um today happened to be a good technology day and, and got mm-hmm. my kids to you know open up a little bit more and be a little bit more understanding and i'm i'm starting to see who are my struggling students and who are my students who's going to need more support so and it's hard especially as a special educator um you know you have to make sure that you're in compliance but because new york city has a great shortage of teachers there's a lot on our plate and you know we're not going to be able to get to everybody which is really unfortunate like even my own son like he didn't have everything and everything for his accommodations like he's supposed Mm -hmm. to have a second teacher and he didn't and i was getting ready to like run up to the school and be like yo this can't no you gotta find a way and sure enough now he has um the second teacher in the classroom to like Mm -hmm. to help him if he was struggling and like not everyone has like my son is fortunate my son has me i'm a special educator i can modify his work i can i can teach him in a way that he'll be able to understand it and he i'm i am forever grateful to have that skill but not everybody has those skills so i really was fighting for those other students who were like hey you, these these children also need a second teacher not just that so there's a mm-hmm. lot going on with this remote learning it, it has good days and it has bad days but in the end you know i really even though i joked about it and i did have like a panic attack about it like in the beginning of this mm-hmm. of this year I was like, nah, I'm not doing it. I'd rather quit. Da, da, da. But honestly and truly, I can't see myself being anything other than an educator. Um, mm-hmm. Whether I'm teaching exercise or I'm teaching academics, I really love being a teacher. It is my passion. Yeah, well, it seems you're not only a kick-ass mom, you're a kick-ass educator. And we, these kids are so ha- lucky to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I do appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, no, I mean, just the fact that you're willing to, like, fight for them to get a second teacher, too, and it's like, hey, like, we need, they need mm-hmm. stuff, like, you know, not just, like, you know, your son, it's like, no, like, these other kids need this, too. Exactly. some people would have just been like, well, my kid's good, you know? <laughs> right, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do that, like, you mm-hmm. know, like I said, I, I, and I like his general education teacher, like, I love her, I was like, you know, no fault to her, but... She's not going to know how to modify the work to work with my child. So I need right. someone who's going to work with my child to make sure that his needs are being met. But not only my child, but the other like 12 kids that are in the class as well. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely a big advocate, especially I've been working with children with special needs since I was 24 um, mm-hmm. as a substitute. And now I became like I became a full time educator and having a son who's also uh, special needs autistic. Um, I'm like, yeah, no, these are my mm-hmm. children. These will always be my children, and I will fight tooth and nail for anybody. This is what I said. I have so many qualities of Usaki. It's not even funny. Not only, like I said, fighting. Like, I'm very passionate. I do fight for my friends. I fight for my children. My students are my children. Right. Regardless, I, I have one biological one. The rest of them are just extensions of my love and passion for them. Yeah, that's, that's definitely Usagi-like. Thank you. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's always like the best compliment when someone says you're like Sailor Moon. <laughs> it's like Basically. That. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. I try. It's <laughs> great. Um, and I love that you're a comic book fan too. Yes. Or a comic book geek, I should say. Um, if you could have a crossover between a comic book um character and Sailor Moon, what would you choose? Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman and Sailor Moon, definitely. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. 
that would be awesome. Like, you know, uh, first of all, uh, Princess Diana. Diana mm-hmm. is one of the identities of the moon. Right. Know, Artemis. Point. Right. Mm-hmm. Artemis. Artemis is also known as Diana. Right. Um, you know, um, but to see, you know, the same qualities of one woman I see in Sailor Moon. Oh, I definitely love that as a crossover. Just just to see it. Like a brave Amazon warrior with the with the princess and the deity of the moon. Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be amazing. I'm big into Greek mythology too, so um yeah, yeah I definitely Definitely would love to see something like that. I'm a big DC. You know, DC gets a lot of a lot of flack, but I am mm-hmm. a huge DC Comics fan. And I try to tell people, don't forget the live action movies. Yeah. The reason why I'm into DC Comics is, one, growing up, I remember reading more DC Comics than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I didn't really start getting into Marvel until like later on in my life, before Iron Man. Like, you know, I knew of... Marvel comics because I was like in X Men cartoons, right? Spider Man, but they, yeah, yeah. Spider Man, but that was basically it. I only knew Spider Man mm-hmm. and X Men. I didn't know about anything else. Um, you know, Iron Man I knew from the cartoon. I am Iron Man, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically it. But growing up, no, growing up though, it was all about DC. I know who Superman mm-hmm. was. I knew who Batman was. I knew who Wonder right. Woman was. I knew who the Justice League. I know who the Wonder Twin powers. You know. Mm-hmm. And right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I adored, like, I related more to DC Comics than I did to Marvel Comics. Um, I remember reading, you know, reading more about like the Teen Titans and mm-hmm. reading um, the different storylines and definitely knowing and loving the history behind Wonder Woman. Like, the Lasso of Truth, she Wonder Woman was created by the guy who created the lie detector. Like, oh my god! And there were some other things too, like bondage. But we won't talk about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I related more to DC Comics than I did with Marvel Comics. Now, granted, Marvel has the monopoly and has the capitalization because they have Disney behind them with their mm-hmm. movies, and that right. took off from there. And I'm like, oh yes, I am loving where this is going. But at the same time, DC Comics and their animated studio, oh my god, the animated studio is doing amazing things right now. Yeah. Um, and I love Teen Titans. Like, just before I got on with you, I was watching Teen Titans Go mm-hmm. with my son. I know that gets a lot of flack, but I'm like, I love Teen Titans Go. Because mm-hmm. whoever's doing the, the writers definitely have nostalgic for the 80s and 90s. Because there's a lot of jokes in there that my son does not understand, but I get, which is totally fine. <laughs> That's great. Um... But yeah, so that's 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 me. Um, a big comic geek. Like usually when like Comic Con comes around, that's usually when I start doing more comic cosplays, and mm-hmm. I find myself doing more DC cosplays. Like I've done Static Shock. I've done oh. um, I've done a Sailor Wonder Woman <laughs> oh, mashup. Awesome. I've I also done I've a Sailor. Uh, yes, I've also done a Sailor Harley Quinn mashup. Um, I like, I love my sailor, my sailor queen. I also had a mallet that was the same. I'm only five feet. Mm. I'm five feet, nothing. And I had a mallet (laughs) that was five feet too. So imagine carrying that around New York city. Oh my God. It was the same year that I was lying. I remember the very next day I went into the city with that giant mallet and people were stopping me. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, feel the power. Right. (laughs) And I was like, people, people get it. They were like, Sailor Harley, and I was like, "Yes, Sailor Harley." So I love it. That was cool. That is cool. Yeah, I always I feel the same way. Like mm-hmm. growing up, if you would have told me that I would care more about Marvel movies, like mm-hmm. now, I would have 
been like, what? Because, <laughs> like, same thing. Like, I grew up on Teen Titans. I grew up on Justice League. Like, grew up mm-hmm. on Super Friends. And just mm-hmm. loved Batman. Loved Wonder Woman. Loved, like, the Bat family. And mm-hmm. I just always found it interesting. But I did also love, like, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And yeah. X-Men. But um, but I just was always enamored with the DC universe. But, like, exactly. but like I said, like, the movies have switched things for a lot of newcomers. But I love MCU. Mm-hmm. I love DC animated movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's space for everybody. And I think Teen Titans Go is getting it's getting um, more love nowadays. I'm starting to realize people like are coming around like, oh, it actually was pretty good. I just wasn't, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I think people were just so they put off by like, how different it was. Right, Teen like Titans. the two, the 2003 mm-hmm. series. They they were like, you know, right. when that first came out. Like around that time, that's when Justice League had just ended and like they, they put this new series on. Um, mm-hmm. The Justice League, the Timverse, because that's what it's called. It's the Timverse because it goes back to the 1990s uh, mm-hmm. with the Batman animated series. So if you remember all of that, and let, that for me, it was like my late teens to my early 20s and remembering 10 years of all of that. I was like, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Series. They built a whole universe based on this. That's amazing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, people were just enamored, enamored with the new, the Teen Titans, which is like anime style and but still based on the comic books which is like how i got into the teen titan comic books is because of the animated series i'm like i want to know the real story behind behind tara and when i found out i was right. like oh my god can you do that and com- mm-hmm. oh it's a comic book i guess you can and yeah. so people were still stuck on that and i used to be the same i used to be the same way um when teen titans came out in 2013 i was like what is this garbage i'm not watching this this is horrible this is trash mm-hmm. then i watched one episode I'll never forget the one where Raven finally showed her legs mm-hmm. and Lady Legacies, and I was like, this shit is hilarious. <laughs> like, I can't now. Then I caught up, and like now it's like my obsession. Like, this week they just had the Halloween episode and Beetlejuice was on. I squealed. Oh, cool. I squealed. And oh my son was looking at me like, what's wrong with you? I said, one day mommy's going to sit you down, and I'm going to show you Beetlejuice. Yeah. And if you get scared, I totally understand that. But right. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice was my movie growing up. Are you kidding me? And then, of course, I like the Night Begins to Shine saga series. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I kicked my son out the room because I, I am a, a sucker for the 80s. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Cyborg is such a big 80s geek, I'm like, oh, my God, yes. And that's <laughs> actually one of my, um, it's on my to-do list is to do the Night Begins to Shine Raven. Mm. as one of my cosplays and i i hope one day cross fingers crossed i can do squad goals again and i can have a whole squad of night begins to shine teen titan go cosplayers oh that'd be so awesome i think it'd be really dope yeah it would be really dope i hope yeah. i hope i get to see it me too yeah <laughs> um you were talking about your sailor moon collection too so what's your most prized possession in your sailor moon collection what is my most Collection. Hmm. Besides my wedding dress. Oh, oh true. <laughs> um, I paid a thousand dollars for that thing, and I'm gonna wear it everywhere and anywhere. Um, As you should. I would. Too. I want to say the most prized possession for me personally mm-hmm. is meeting the voice, the original voice actress of Sailor Moon in an amazement, and getting a picture with her. Oh, that is cool. Was this Terry Hawks or Linda? No, Japanese. Oh, wow. So you really got like the original voice. Yes, the original voice. Yes. 
And I didn't speak much Japanese. Mm-hmm. And the, I was very limited. And I think my friend was with me. Was he with me? Yes, he was. And he translated everything for me. And oh, I just awesome. thought, thank you so much for voicing one of my iconic characters. And I got a hug. And I got a picture. And I definitely have to say, that is my most prized possession, is that picture. Yeah. And I have it on my hard drive. I definitely have to make sure that I, I pull it off and like post it up one day. Because I, I need people to see me with it. Because... I honestly, like, I cried because I was, like, again, crybaby. Um, <laughs> but that definitely is one of my most prized possessions. Um, yeah. That and I still have the original um, Princess Serenity from um, the dolls that Bandai came out with. Mm-hmm. I still have mine. Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. Uh, and then what advice do you have to, for someone who wants to cosplay or wants to become a teacher or wants to throw a Sailor Moon wedding. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> I know. My advice to anybody who wants to cosplay is go ahead and do it. Just mm-hmm. do it. Um, I'm still inspiring people um, to cosplay and I think that's really dope. They're like, if you can do it and you're a mom and you're a teacher and you're not embarrassed to be out here, of course I'm not embarrassed to be out here. I go on the train with my cosplays. I want someone to say something to me. You right. know? It went from, like I said, I got teased for dressing up to, like, now people know me because I dress up. Hello? Do it. Totally do it. You don't have to be an attention hog like I am, and I will admit it, I am an attention hog. Um, I love attention because I didn't get much growing up, and, you know, I'm still coming out of my shell for a lot of things. But you can totally do it. You can put do anything you put your mind to. You, you worried about being called the N-word on the internet? Guess what? They're on the internet. They can't harm you. They can't hurt you. Um, you worried about people calling you fat? Tell them to look themselves in the mirror because I'm beautiful. You know, I'm fat and I'm beautiful, but you can't fix ugly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do it. Are you worried about, you know, what people are going to think because you don't you don't look the you know you don't look like a traditional japanese person well you know they're not white neither so there's that Mm. do it you know be confident in who you are and you will succeed no matter what so that's my advice about anyone who wants to be a cosplayer my advice about anyone being a teacher again famous being a cosplayer do it Mm -hmm. you gotta have a lot of passion especially as i said right now if it wasn't for the fact that there's a desperate need of teachers right now um you know i i like it, it's hard but i honestly don't see myself doing anything else with my life i actually contemplated working another job and i'm like nah i can't i gotta be an educator i gotta be a teacher like mm-hmm. i it's been my passion since i was four you know what four-year-old you know who like why do you want to be a teacher paid holidays and weekends off guaranteed I knew what I was talking about when I was four years old, and here I am at 41, and now I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. Do it. If you have a passion working with children, you got the patience of a saint, because you got to have the patience of a saint to deal with people. Do it. Be a teacher. And my advice to anybody who wants to have a Sailor Moon wedding, <laughs> again, do it. I had, <laughs> I had a kick-ass team, and I'm so grateful for bringing my vision to life. It may not have been perfect, but everything worked out the way it did. I'm so grateful that I've met the people I have met in my life. And I was really dope. Like, me and my ex-husband, you know, we not we may not be together, but I'm so happy that he went along with my idea. Mm-hmm. 
because he had no choice. Uh, but mainly, <laughs> mainly because of the fact when we start, were dating, he didn't know how big of a Sailor Moon fan I was. And mm. he sent me a picture of like the Sailor Moon dress with a sword. And I was like, how did you know? Who cares? Yes, I'll marry you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he went along with the idea, and I'm like so forever grateful. And I am, you know, I'm so blessed. So I would just say, if you have a vision, go for your dream. You're, if your passion is to have a Star Wars wedding, have a Star Wars wedding. Your passion is to have a, a DC comic wedding, go for it. My passion was to be the moon princess for a day, and I got to live out my dream, and I was like so happy. And like I said, the dress sits in my closet. I'm waiting. I would love to do a photo shoot in the castle. And really show it off for how beautiful and magnificent it is. I gotta fit back into that dress though one day. But um, go ahead and and do it. You, you know, you can sit there and you can spend thousands of dollars, or you could spend hundreds of dollars. As long as it's your dream and make your dream come true, go ahead and and go for it. Yeah, yeah, that is great advice. I completely agree, and I think this kind of leads into my next question. Just mm-hmm. like Sailor Moon had uh, her Sailor Moon says phrase at the end of every episode, what would your mm-hmm. phrase be? So Sailor Ecstasy says. Sailor Ecstasy says, live your dreams and don't be scared. Do what you want and follow your heart. Because if you don't, you only live with regret. And that's what Sailor Ecstasy says. <laughs> Love it. It's so true. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and it, what is next for you and where can people find you who knows in my house um. <laughs> <laughs> where do you want people to find you <laughs> in my house no <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we don't I know right we <laughs> don't know how long this, this pandemic is going to be unfortunately mm-hmm. um, it doesn't help that we don't have great leadership that's besides the point um to find me you can find me on instagram as sailor ecstasy and you can find me on facebook as sailor ecstasy cosplay and on twitter as sailor ecstasy um i don't have much content um coming up but i did just finish doing a photo shoot for another cosplay i put together that i was really proud of and I got a free photo shoot out of it. I was like, yay. Um, nice. So I'm still doing things. I'm still, it's spooky season. So, you know, I definitely have a cost, a Halloween costume coming up. I'm about to brave the elements and, and, and go to a Halloween party. So pray for me. Um, but I can't take it inside this house anymore. Um, no, I, I, but I, you'll definitely see, I don't know, right? You'll <laughs> definitely, I'll, I'll make sure I'm safe. Mask, always yeah. wearing my mask. Uh, But definitely you can still check out, you know, I've done things this year. I'm still doing things and I will continue doing things until we are able to be together again, folks. Uh, I look forward to it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. That's it. (laughs) Yay. We survived. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Yay! This was awesome. I'm so happy I got to hear your story times and Mm -hmm. all your amazing things that you have going on, (laughs) even if these times are a little hard. Yeah, these are are trying times. But thank you again for having me, and thank you for having such a wonderful podcast and connecting people who have a common love, which is a love of Sailor Moon. 
Yeah, thank you. I, I, yeah, it's. I'm happy I'm able to do it. I'm like every day. I'm like I really like just get to talk about Sarah Moon every day to people. <laughs> and that's that's awesome. like the best job, best job ever. I mean, that's how I connected. Believe it or not, like I said, in this day and age, well, Sailor Moon came mm-hmm. out in 1992. And, you know, now we have Crystal. We're getting ready for the new movie that's going to come out next year. Yes. The Eternal movie next year, which is, like, season four of, of the new series. Yeah. And I have a tw- seventh grade, a seventh grader who literally was, like, Sailor Moon is one of her favorite animes. And when she oh, seen my I shirt, like, you know, I came on to the, to the classroom and she saw my Sailor Moon shirt. She was like, <gasps> I was like, yeah, I'm with you. you we're kindred spirits. This yes. is how you get an easy A from me. <laughs> right oh my god that would totally get me yeah that's the one thing i was wondering because i i hope i always hope that Sailor Moon crystal at least um mm-hmm. brought on new fans you know younger fans because that's really mm-hmm. what i feel like i don't see a lot but i'm also not around a lot of kids but yeah. um so i'm glad that makes me happy you know it makes me happy too like i said it's nice to see that i have um kids who are still uh fans of you know, it's now considered a classic anime, and I'm really happy that kids are into the classic anime and like mm-hmm. discovering it now on Hulu. So, yeah. and I'm more than happy to share. I always share my sailor stories with them. Like, sit down, children. I have a tale to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by sailor stories? Like, watching it back um, in the day. Yeah, like watching it back in the day, or they're sitting there telling me like they watch with their mom. They like mom used to be huge fans, and like they mm. put them onto it. And then when they discovered that I'm a huge fan, they're like, "Oh my god, you're my favorite teacher." I'm like, "I know, Aww. I know." <laughs> I love it. See, I mean, it's just connecting, connecting teachers, students, friends. Yes, <laughs> love it. All everything, everything. Yeah. Well. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We wrap up. Um, once again, this is the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and pretty much every podcast streaming platform. And you can find us on Twitter at Movies Club and Instagram at Movies underscore club. And thanks for listening. Have a great day.